You are Locked On Bears, your daily Chicago Bears podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Russell Wilson wants to play for the Chicago Bears. And of course, the Chicago Bears want Russell Wilson. But the challenge becomes making that work for the Seattle Seahawks. This is Locked On Bears, and I'm your host, Lauren Cox. I'm an analyst for Pro Football Focus, and I'm here to bring you your daily, in-depth Chicago Bears news and analysis. Today's podcast is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use our promo code LOCKEDON20, and you'll get 20% off your next order. On the show today, we'll be joined by Corbin Smith from Locked On Seahawks to help us hear things from a Seattle perspective on what the team might be looking for, what the chances are of Russell Wilson being traded, and why it might not be this offseason, but that might not close the door to next offseason either. We'll kind of get a sense of what it might take to get Russell Wilson and where the Bears compare to some of the other teams that Wilson is reportedly interested in. I'm sure you can hear I'm a little bit congested up in the old sinus area. It's just a minor head cold, nothing any more serious than that. But I do, I guess, apologize for not sounding as pleasant as I might normally, but should clear here shortly and still not going to keep me from bringing you that daily Bears news and analysis. And all the talk all throughout the weekend and late last week has all been all Russell Wilson. It's kind of the only thing going on right now without the NFL scouting combine and with free agency still a few weeks away. And as more information comes out, more reporting, it seems like Russell Wilson, well, he's not openly, outwardly speaking by himself as much as of late. The reporting and the conversations with the media, more so behind the scenes, off the record sort of anonymous sourcing that is all very directly close to Russell Wilson, has been very favorable for the Chicago Bears. So, of course, the Bears were on the initial list of teams that Russell Wilson said he would be interested in playing for, and NFL insiders like Adam Schefter kind of backed that up and legitimized that report. Of course, we know Russell Wilson's agent said he has not formally requested a trade, but he has given a list of teams he would like to play for if he was traded, which is kind of like saying you haven't filed a divorce, but here's a list of girls you'd like to date if you were no longer married, right? There's there's some tongue-in-cheek, there's some reading between the lines there, right? But what, what Adam Schefter had said was that, you know, Russell Wilson would happily go play for the Chicago Bears. He's he's not happy with the offensive line protection in Seattle. He's not happy with some of the way things are going with that team and the direction the team is going, but obviously he evidently likes the situation in Chicago enough to have them on his shortlist with the Raiders, Cowboys, and New Orleans Saints. And then ESPN's Jeremy Fowler kind of added a little more color to this as to like, well, why, you know, why Chicago? I mean, of course, there's a lot to like about this Bears team, but they're not necessarily the marquee destination for any quarterback. And what ESPN's Jeremy Fowler said was that Russell Wilson's thinking a little bit more big picture, that he's not thinking in terms of the Bears' struggles. He's thinking more about turning around 
the franchise, being, you know, this savior for a team that has been not only bad lately, but always been bad on offense, and that he could be the guy to help turn them around and really have that be part of his story and part of his mark on the NFL and then therefore the Chicago Bears. So the interest, I think, is absolutely legitimate. We've been able to pretty well establish that up to this point. And we've seen, you know, Tariq Cohen go out on Twitter and try and recruit Russell Wilson a little bit. We've seen Cordero Patterson try and do the same, although Patterson hasn't had a lot of luck doing that in the past. I think pretty much every player Cordero Patterson has tried to recruit on Twitter ends up going somewhere else. And realistically, we've kind of talked about it a little bit before, chances are very low that Russell Wilson comes to the Chicago Bears. I mean, very, very low. I think chances are low that he even leaves the Seattle Seahawks, but then if he's going to leave the Seahawks, the chances that it's the Bears, again, we'll get into this in a little bit with Corbin Smith from Lockdown Seahawks, the Bears tend to be a bit lower on that list of what teams have to offer Seattle in a trade compensation. Because when you look at Russell Wilson and what his motivations seem to be here, you know, there's a lot of talk about being in Chicago for him and his wife, Sierra, and, and having sort of that city and that attention, that marketplace would be important to him. And like we said with Jeremy Fowler there, being able to be part of turning around Chicago and being a part of this franchise historically, a lot of what seems to be in this conversation about Russell Wilson is not as much on the field. Obviously, there's there's some on the field aspect to it. He likes this Bears defense. This, you know, this is not a you know the Jacksonville Jaguars, the New York Jets, the team that's still kind of completely at the bottom of the NFL. This Bears team is competing currently. There's a lot to not like about it, but let's not let's not pretend like they have nothing either, right? There's there is a football aspect to this for the Chicago Bears that can be appealing to Russell Wilson, but a lot of it does seem to be including some non-immediate on-the-field factors for Russell Wilson that work in the Chicago Bears' favor. The problem is, if you're the Seattle Seahawks and their general manager, John Schneider, you don't care about any of that non-football stuff, non-on-the-field immediate stuff, because all you're trying to do is maximize the return you would potentially get on trading perhaps the greatest quarterback in your franchise's history while he's still not far removed from the prime of his career. We'll get a better sense of what Seattle is looking for and what the market might be with Corbin Smith from Locked On Seahawks next on Locked On Bears. Just because we're in the football offseason doesn't mean there aren't plenty of other sports to bet on at betonline.ag. Of course, they do have NFL futures as far as who's going to win the Super Bowl, who are going to win divisions, and so much more. College football futures, Canadian Football League futures, but basketball season, NBA action going on every single night. They've got odds for every game. They've got baseball odds already for exhibition games, plus baseball futures on who's going to win the Cy Young, MVP, lead the league in home runs, and so much more. Then boxing, golf, hockey, martial arts, soccer, tennis, and so many more ways to play and win at betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account and enter our promo code Locked On to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, 
your online sportsbook experts. When you sit down and try and work through it, you can kind of see how it'll be hard for the Chicago Bears to offer up a set of players and picks that'll be ahead of potentially what teams like the Cowboys, Saints, and Raiders could offer the Seahawks. But we wanted to kind of go through it for ourselves and get a little experience on what that might be like from both sides. So I teamed up with Corbin Smith from Locked On Seahawks to go through what both sides will kind of be looking at in these negotiations and how the Chicago Bears stack up. Greetings, 12s. This is Corbin Smith for Locked On Seahawks. Joining me, Lauren Cox of Locked On Bears, Russell Wilson. He's kind of been the big trending topic in the NFL for the last couple of weeks since there's been persistent rumors that maybe, just maybe, he's trying to force his way out of Seattle. Now, as Agent Mark Rogers told Adam Schefter of ESPN that Wilson has not demanded a trade, but interestingly, Lauren, There were four teams that were listed as potential destinations if the Seahawks decide that they wanted to trade Wilson after all. And one of them was the Bears. And you and I both know Chicago doesn't necessarily have a storied history of quarterback play. I think you and I would both agree Russell Wilson going to Chicago, he would instantly be the best quarterback they've maybe ever had in their franchise history. Yeah, it makes the Bears feel like one of these teams like, oh, like we're just happy to be on the list. Like, wow, we're we're included in this conversation, right? Like he <laughs> wants to come here? That's that's incredible. Like, like absolutely. They you know, they would take him with open arms. He would be far and away franchise all-time leading quarterback in terms of talent, in terms of probably records by the time he would be done in his playing career. Absolutely, they should be trying to do anything they possibly can to try and get him to the team because of just how massive of an upgrade that would be and how rare this level of quarterback becomes available. And Wilson always talks about his legacy. That's one of the big talking points for him when he's speaking with reporters, when he's doing national interviews. It's one of his favorite terms to bring up. You know, he always talks about wanting to be the greatest to ever play the game. And obviously Tom Brady's making that bar much, much higher for anybody else to ever touch. But certainly going to Chicago and leading the Bears back to a Super Bowl would make him a godlike figure in Chicago, I would believe. And so you mentioned that the Bears have to do whatever they can do to try to open up the discussion here and maybe get the Seahawks to at least talk about potentially making this move. If you were the Bears, what type of offer would you be making John Schneider if you were convinced that you could find a way to get him to part ways with his franchise quarterback? What do you think it would take? How far would you be willing to go? to get Russell Wilson become a Chicago Bear? If I'm the Bears, obviously negotiation is a slightly different process here, but if we're pulling back the curtain a little bit, no player or pick is off the table for me. I'm including any, I don't want to say any and everyone, but pretty much anything Seattle would be interested in, I would be willing to give up. I mean, there's a line there. I'm not going to give away 10 first-round picks and every player on my team, but... If it's, if it's Khalil Mack and any of my recent draft picks and any, you know, defensive stars, you know, Roquan Smith, Kyle Fuller, Eddie Jackson, the rookie last year, Jalen Johnson, any of those guys, throw them in, throw pretty much anybody on the roster. I mean, this is that franchise defining of a trade, of a move. And when you have a general manager in Chicago like Ryan Pace that 
everyone pretty much feels like is general managing for his job. I don't know what the verb is there. Is try, and this is last offseason to try and save his job in Chicago. There's a certain stench of desperation that's lingering around this team. They didn't get too desperate to pull the trigger on. You know, they were in on Matthew Stafford, but whether or not they were actually going to get a division rivals quarterback is a different discussion. They were in on Carson Wentz, but obviously didn't want to overpay what the Colts gave up. So there's there's a certain level of reason here, but they're they're looking at every option, and Russell Wilson should be maybe second on the list behind only Deshaun Watson if he is even available. So I think any and all things should be on the table from the Bears. I guess my question is, what, where, what the Seahawks want and what are they going for? If they trade Russell Wilson, that, that kind of changes what my offer may be. Are they going to be a team that wants talented veteran players to try and have a quick turnaround and compete right away? Or is that a team that only would want draft picks and cheap you know, recent picks, young guys that are still on their rookie contracts to do more of a long-term rebuild. And I think that's where if you and I were playing the roles of Ryan Pace as well as John Schneider, I would probably be saying, look, I like Khalil Mack. I like some of the players you've got, but your first rounder this year is 20th overall. I'm not going to be getting my franchise quarterback, my next guy at pick 20 most likely. And I don't want Nick Foles. And so we're not going to be replacing Russell Wilson. Are you sure? Absolutely not. And so uh, to me, uh, this is something that I think, you know, Bears fans listening to this are going to be upset. But this is the reality of the situation. I I think of the four teams that were listed as possible destinations for Russell Wilson. I think that it is the least likely suitor in the next two years. Because to me, this really boils down to where Russell Wilson would be going in 2022 because of his dead cap hit that he's carrying right now. The Seahawks would have to absorb a $39 million dead cap hit. So I think the idea that any trade could happen right now seems very unrealistic. And if it did, the Bears would probably be at the bottom of the list because of what the Seahawks could get back. The Cowboys can throw Dak Prescott at him with a franchise tag so they can get their quarterback. They could get Derek Carr from the Raiders, even the Saints. They've got some pieces. If you wanted to throw Taysom Hill in there, maybe Jameis Winston comes back. The Bears don't have a younger quarterback that you could at least use as a bridge guy. The Seahawks would not want to do that with Nick Foles, and they've got later draft picks to go with it. And so, in my opinion, it, it just to me the Bears it, it'd be a great it'd be a great story for Chicago, and I know Bears fans would love to have him. But I don't know if you agree with me on this, but I, I just think as far as matchups are concerned, trying to put together a trade, it seems the least likely of those four teams. Yeah, I, and I think that's part of what I come back to at the beginning is like the Bears feel like they're just happy to be here, happy to be on the list. Like, wow, you know, it's the same conversation they've had with, you know, Deshaun Watson and, you know, the Jets and the Dolphins and all the other teams that have young quarterbacks and better draft picks to offer. The Bears are not necessarily an enticing destination for the opposing general manager to want to trade with it's I guess their argument is more trying to sell the quarterback himself and then use that leverage to say well Russell Wilson wants to come to Chicago and doesn't want to go anywhere else or wants to come here more than any anywhere else or Deshaun Watson or whichever and then it's about you know how about you know Pete Carroll can have David Montgomery try and fix some of that running back issue maybe Cole Komet can be that next young tight end we'll throw in any of those recent draft picks Jalen Johnson can be a young high quality starting cornerback to help that Seattle secondary maybe Roquan Smith he's still on the tail end of his rookie deal he's going to need a contract extension but still you know and, and the next young Seahawks linebacker and you start to piece together a handful of those young pieces plus you know this year's first next year's first maybe another first after that maybe another second after that and you can start to get somewhere close to the compensation package minus the quarterback solution for Seattle.
Yeah, the quarterback situation would be a big part of any trade here. And maybe the Seahawks would be more willing to go the route of getting a young quarterback. But again, that 20th overall pick, I don't know that they'd be able to get the guy that they're necessarily looking for if they're wanting to be able to compete quickly in the NFC West. So we'll see how this ends up panning out if this continues to be something that is speculated in the next over the next few weeks. If the Seahawks make a few moves, maybe this dies down a little bit. If they don't do what Russell Wilson wants, then maybe just maybe this trade chatter continues to escalate. And who knows, maybe the Chicago Bears end up throwing an offer John Schneider's way, and suddenly the Bears have the best quarterback they've had in franchise history. We'll just have to wait and see. Thanks for your input, Lauren. It's been a blast. Thanks, Corbin. So as you can see, it's a little bit of an uphill battle here for the Chicago Bears. It's not totally out of the question. I still think it's drastically low odds that such a superstar quarterback deal ends up actually happening this offseason, but it's, again, a greater than zero chance. I think it's more likely that Russell Wilson comes to the Bears than, say, Deshaun Watson, if we're putting those side by side, but it's going to be tough to make it work for the Seahawks like we demonstrated there. But let's work through that a little bit and see how we might be able to make this work for Seattle next on Locked On Bears. They brought him back for a little while last week, Cookie Dough Chunk Built Bars. As I look on BuiltBar.com, it looks like they're out of stock again, but boy, when those special flavors come back, you gotta get them while you can, because they're so delicious, especially Cookie Dough Chunk. It's the same soft, chewy, delicious Built Bar that you've come to expect covered in 100% real chocolate, great macros, but they add little bits of actual cookie dough into the bars, and it just, uh, it takes it to a whole new level. Like, I love the salted caramel built bar. It tastes like a Milky Way to me. The cookies and cream is almost like a chocolate-covered marshmallow, but cookie dough has got to be one of my biggest weaknesses, and when you can put it in a built bar that still only has 150 calories, still has 15 grams of protein, and only six grams of sugar in the cookie dough chunk bar, it can't be beat. It's really hard for me to only eat one at a time. I have to pace myself on my built bars because they're so good. All the flavors. I have not had a single bad one. I've had the full 18 bar mixed box with all the different flavors in there. And you simply can't go wrong. You just have to try it for yourself. Go to builtbar.com and use our promo code LOCKEDON20 and you'll get 20% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKEDON20 for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. The discussion about what the Chicago Bears could or should trade for Russell Wilson is very similar to the same conversation about what they could or should trade for Deshaun Watson. But there's a key difference between both of those trade markets that puts the Bears in a better position in the Russell Wilson discussions. We started to get into this a little bit with Corbin Smith, but with Deshaun Watson, right, the Bears are competing against teams like the New York Jets, the Miami Dolphins, I think the Denver Broncos have been thrown in there as well. And when you start to stack the Bears up with those teams, you say, well, the Jets have a top three pick. They also, you know, are moving on from Sam Darnold, but, you know, could include him in a trade potentially or however that might work. They have a young quarterback. They have early draft picks. That's obviously very enticing for the Houston Texans. Same with the Miami Dolphins. 
you know, they have, again, top three pick plus Tua Tungavailoa that they can throw into a trade and give the Texans a young quarterback that the Bears just can't match with Nick Foles. Denver Broncos, same thing with Drew Locke and also an earlier pick than what Chicago has to offer. But when you start to apply that to this Russell Wilson trade teams, it's not quite that easy. And I know Corbin talked a little bit about the potential for tagging and trading someone like Dak Prescott as a Cowboys trade offer, but I don't know how likely that is. I don't know what the feasibility of that is for Dak Prescott because in order to tag and trade a player, that player has to sign the franchise tag. You can't just tag them and instantly turn around and flip them. The player has to agree to sign that franchise tag contract, essentially locking them into play on that deal if they don't reach some other potential contract extension, and they have to accept that trade to that new team, essentially eliminating their leverage from trying to negotiate elsewhere. It's part of why I think some of the Allen Robinson franchise tag and trade discussions are foolish because I just don't see that as a possibility at all for Allen Robinson. And I don't know that that's a possibility for Dak Prescott. I mean, of course, he wants to get paid and we don't know a lot of what Prescott's motivations are. But I think we, we can be a little bit quick to say, oh, well, the Cowboys could just tag and trade him and include him in this Russell Wilson deal without us having much of a sense of whether Prescott would agree to something like that or whether he might hold out and not sign the franchise tag and hamstring the Cowboys from making such a deal. Same with the New Orleans Saints, potentially with Jameis Winston as a franchise tag candidate. He could be a better quarterback offering for the Seahawks than Nick Foles would be in a trade. But outside of that, I think Foles versus Taysom Hill is a very legitimate argument as far as if either one is all that appealing for Seattle. And then it becomes, okay, how about the rest of your pieces and how do they stack up? I think the Bears can stack up just fine with the Saints. They don't have any earlier draft picks or anything like that. I don't think the Saints from a trade compensation offering standpoint, can outbid the Bears in that regard. The Raiders are the one where Derek Carr is clearly better than Nick Foles, better than what the Bears can offer at the quarterback position, and there's no hang-up with the franchise tag or anything like that. The Raiders can trade him however they might please. That's the one where if Seattle's number one priority is in trade compensation, getting back for Russell Wilson, is to get the best possible quarterback back, then the Raiders are always going to have the Bears beat there. I think they're, you know that's just undeniable. But I question necessarily, if you're the Seahawks, is your goal to get the best possible quarterback back? I mean, of course, you would like to get a good young quarterback and be secured there, but you know, would you turn down better other players for Derek Carr? You know, is Derek Carr such a good quarterback that you're so sold on him as the Seattle Seahawks to say, yep, we'll take that and less elsewhere as opposed to taking a monster offer from the Bears that would say have Jalen Johnson as a start. You know, you'd get a starting quarterback of Jalen Johnson. Maybe you throw in Cole Komet and give him a future at tight end. Maybe you throw in David Montgomery and you give them a future at running back. You throw in some first-round picks. Those are all cheap players on their rookie deals that help make the Seahawks better this year and over the next three to four years, and they get those draft picks. So maybe they can, you know, piece together some draft picks to trade up to get their next rookie quarterback or however they might feel about the quarterback spot. 
I don't know that it's so cut and dry that, well, the Bears don't have a good quarterback to offer Seattle, so it's just not going to happen. I think it definitely lowers their odds compared to any other team that could offer a better quarterback than Nick Foles, but I don't think the Saints can offer a quarterback better than Nick Foles, and I'm not sold that the Cowboys can easily flip Dak Prescott just like that on the franchise tag without some trouble along the way. Again, I don't want to give you false hope that a Russell Wilson trade is going to happen or that it's likely or that the Bears are going to be able to pull this off or anything like that. Extremely, extremely low probabilities here. It's very unlikely that Russell Wilson leaves Seattle at all. This all feels a little bit more like a public power struggle than an actual strong desire to leave the team. This is more of a leverage-type situation. Then, whereas Deshaun Watson, I think, more legitimately wants to leave, but I don't think Watson is going to end up leaving either when it's all said and done. There's a lot of different dynamics in here, but it's all very low likelihoods for the Chicago Bears. But it does go to show that I think Wilson is more likely than Deshaun Watson, but we're talking very small percentages at the bottom of the spectrum. I have a feeling we're going to hear a lot more noise about Russell Wilson trade rumors keep coming over the next few weeks. So any and all developments with your Chicago Bears, you can make sure we'll break it all down for you right here on Locked on Bears. So make sure you subscribe to keep up with all of our daily in-depth Chicago Bears news and analysis. I'm hoping by tomorrow's podcast, my head cold with a little bit of this congestion will be gone, but I think I know my body well enough to know that it's going to be at least another day or two before I sound completely clear and completely back to normal. So I hope it wasn't too much of a distraction for you. I hope it's not too off-putting or anything. I don't clear my throat or sniffle or anything in the in the microphone. I do my best to pretty much edit all of those out, but I appreciate you bearing with me as we kind of work through the human body <laughs> as these things tend to go. But I do want to keep working through some other different quarterback discussions as the week goes on. And then, of course, we'll have free agency previews and NFL draft content and so much more coming your way. So I appreciate those of you following along with us throughout this off season. It's a long one. And we're just getting started. But, you know, we'll make it through together. And I'll always make sure I help you bear down.